Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. The power of God evident in our lives. That's what we've been talking about this week. You have taught us, Colin, that the first thing we notice when the Holy Spirit fills us with the power of God is that we love God and we love people. We've then talked about the power to rejoice, to be thankful in all situations. Yesterday, you talked about the power of faith. Yes, it comes from revelation. It's also to do with our will. That brings us to Friday. God has given us the power to fulfill his will. Now, that's another way of saying that he has empowered us to do his word. You remember at the end of the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus uh, talked about the wise man and the foolish man. Now, he said the wise man hears the words of God and puts them into practice. The foolish man hears the words of God but does not put them into practice. So both the wise and the foolish hear what God is saying. The wise man acts upon the word of God. The foolish man doesn't. Now the difference between the two is the wise man trusts in the power of God to operate in his life to enable him to do the will of God. This is first and foremost why God has given us his power. So as we saw earlier in the week, he, he wants us to love. It's his command that we're to love one another, we're to love our neighbor, we're to love God. So he has given us the love that empowers us and enables us to do that. We've seen that uh, he wants us to rejoice always, to give thanks in all circumstances, because this is the will of God for us. So you see, he has given us the power to rejoice, the power to praise God, the power to give thanks, no matter how trying and testing the circumstances. Why? Because this is the will of God. We saw yesterday that he uh, releases by the Spirit within us the power to believe, to trust God, to keep hold of his word and his promises in the face of all the difficulties and opposition that we often have to face. Why does he do that? Because it's always his will for us to operate in faith. And we saw that Jesus could get frustrated with the disciples when they failed to do that. So we're seeing that the the chief reason why God has empowered us with the Holy Spirit, this power that is so great it cannot be measured, as Paul says, in to equip us and to enable us to do the will of God. In other words, God does not ask us to do anything without empowering us to do it. Now, Jesus says, heal the sick. And this is the, the area where many of us sort of naturally associate uh, the outworking of God's power to heal, to perform miracles, to do supernatural signs and wonders. Well, if God's command is to heal the sick, 
He has empowered us to heal the sick. He's given us the authority and he has made available to us the power to enable us to do it. The fact that he's given us the power to love does not mean that we will love unless we trust in his power to love even those who in the natural we wouldn't want to love. He has given us the power to rejoice, but that doesn't mean that we will all rejoice. You can choose to walk in the flesh. You can choose to moan, groan, grumble, complain instead of rejoicing. In other words, you have the power, but you're not using it. You have the power and the ability to trust God because the spirit of faith lives in you if the Holy Spirit lives in you. But you can still decide to trust in yourself. You can still decide to talk about the problem rather than to really pray and speak and walk in faith that God is greater than the problem and overcomes the problem. So God has given us the power, but we have to use it. This is where God will not impinge upon our free will, so power, our decision, our choice. Power and faith are inextricably linked, aren't they? Of course. The love the love and power are linked, the joy and power are linked, the faith and, and, uh, and power are linked, the will of God and power are linked, and so the ability to heal and power are linked. And, and this is what I'm, I'm trying to get everybody to see, you see, that God has empowered us for everything. The Holy Spirit has empowered us to do anything and everything that God asks of us. Whatever we read of in Scripture that God wants us to do, he has empowered us to do it. Not he will empower us, but we already have the anointing, and that anointing remains in us. That's what John says in his first letter. So here is a command from God to heal the sick. We have the power to do that. Uh, it, it's no use saying, oh, well, that's not my anointing. That's rubbish. If you have the Holy Spirit, you have the anointing to heal the sick. Now, that doesn't mean that everybody's going to have a healing ministry. God raises particular people up in various ministries. But just like any believer who has received the Holy Spirit can prophesy without making him a prophet, so any believer can heal the sick without making him a healer. And therefore, we are going to be in situations as believers where we will need to honor the word of God, to put it into practice, and to heal in his name. Even though we feel weak and inadequate. Well, the more weak and inadequate you are, the better, because you will realize that you yourself can't do it, but nothing is impossible for God. And it, it really is intrinsically a very simple thing that if we obey God and reach out to others around us, those he puts in front of us with healing, trusting God, not thinking, you know, am I able to do this? No, of course you're not. But Jesus is able to do it. Then we will see the power of God operating through our lives. And that may not mean that everybody you want to see healed will be healed, uh, but you will certainly see the power of God and you will see many people being healed just as a result of very simply 
laying your hand on them or or praying over them saying uh, be healed in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ because God has given us the power to heal God has given us the power for miracles of another kind now that doesn't mean that we go around uh, looking for God to do miracles every five minutes but where we need a miracle we have the power of God the supernatural enabling of God to perform miracles the performing of miracles is one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit in Scripture we have the power of God to discern uh, spirits to see whether what is happening is really the Spirit of God or whether this is some spirit of the enemy or whether this is just somebody's human soulish behavior that is taking place God gives us the power to perceive what is happening why is that necessary so that when something is uh, is happening that is not of God's Spirit we have the power and authority to to take authority over that which is not of God and command that the situation be set free from the power of that adverse or alien spirit. And we have the power and authority to release the Spirit of God and therefore the power of God into that situation. Sometimes that will be for healing, sometimes it will be for other things. There's a saying, if you want to walk on water, you have to get out of the boat. So I, I guess what you're really saying, Colin, is you've just got to step out. You've just got to get on with it. Well, this is what faith enables you to do. So we've, we've had a sort of a natural progression in the way that we've uh, tackled this subject this week, that, um, uh, you know, it, you are looking to God to work the love in you. You're, you're looking to, to the Holy Spirit to release the joy in you. You're, you're looking to the Holy Spirit to create the faith in you. And you're looking to the Holy Spirit to release the power to heal, to meet need, whatever. It's just learning, Julia, to do everything by trusting in the power of God, by trusting in Jesus, rather than trusting in ourselves. Of course, we in ourselves remain weak uh, and incapable, but if we have Christ living in us, if we have the Spirit of God living in us, we have the power of God. So I, I want to just sort of round off this week's program by bringing out the key point that God in his wisdom, in his love, and in his faithfulness does not ask anything of us without empowering us to do it. So whatever you see in Scripture that is a command of God that we as, as those who love and believe in him are to do, God has empowered you to do that. And notice I say he has empowered, not he needs to, but if you have received the Holy Spirit, then you have received the power of God. As Jesus himself said, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 